You are listening to WIT Vikings, a sport at WIT podcast. Hi, I'm Tom Grinsel. And I'm Lizzie Kent. And we're your hosts for episode 20 of the WIT Vikings sport podcast. Uh, next weekend, from the 14th to the 16th of February, uh, WIT Arena and WIT Vikings GA Club, in conjunction with the CCAO, third level Camogie, will host the UPMC Ashburn Cup Finals weekend. Uh, WIT Camogie Club have claimed eight Ashburn titles and are seeking their ninth major success in home soil. Um, today we're joined by Tommy Shefflin, uh, WIT Camogie Manager and Employee in UPMC Ireland, and Sean O'Quirk, WIT Camogie Captain and WIT Sports Scholarship Student. Um, Tommy, Shauna, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Sam. Um, Tommy, we'll start with you first. Uh, We just want to know, how how did you initially get involved in WIT Camogie Club? This is your third year involved at the minute, but how did it all happen? Well, um, Paddy Milady, I suppose, can um, take that claim because um, Paddy was here before, as you know, with um, Anne Downey and Conor Field. And I think their reign was coming to an end, but... Paddy was kind of sneaky about it. Um, he asked me to come down and give him a hand, but it wasn't more or less. Paddy was leaving me to come down, and Paddy was um, stepping into the background and kind of put it on, on me. So I was kind of coming down to give Paddy a hand and end up. Paddy was kind of being clever enough. He was giving me the job because Paddy was stepping away. So that's how I got involved. And just going back, the first first game we played in um, was UCC in, in a league match down in the Maradike. And Paddy drove down and the girls went down the bus and um, went down that even. And with the best is two, two, um, 16 or 17 to two pints or three or four pints, whatever. Uh, coming home in the car, I said to Paddy, what do you have to get me into? He says, sure you to God that... Uh, I could be home, it's a Thursday evening, Wednesday, Thursday evening, half ten, driving up from Cork and after getting but Hammerby Cork. Then three weeks later, it wasn't even three weeks, two weeks later, we went back down to UCC and played them in the first round of the Ashburn League stage or group stages. And the bet has won one eleven, I think, to eight eight points and the same even we got rode by the referee. But again, <laughs> it just in those two weeks, like there wasn't nothing that we did, but the girl was like, "Okay, we were very disappointed with, with our league performance," and they went down then two weeks later to do what they did on just pure graft and honesty and work rate. And I said to Paddy, like, "That was wonderful to see that." And that's when I kind of fell in love with the, the group of girls. A lot of the girls I have at the moment are there three years, like Shauna and Laura Higarty and them, Joanne Dillon. But that that night, like I said to myself, "Yeah." that was super like what they did like in the space of two weeks it wasn't nothing that we did but it's just their attitude was better and a bit of desire and hunger and from then on in like I just got sucked into it like so and you've been involved obviously in, in lots of different teams and different competitions men's and women's what do you feel is different about College's sport, college's well, camogie. Well, I've been involved with men's teams over ten years, but um, but the women I haven't been involved really. But again, it's just the girls. I don't know. It's like fellas for myself. Like I think we take things 
it comes a lot easier to us the, the skills of the game and the physicality and but the girls they have to work that much harder and the appreciation you feel from the girls like you're going down town training and they're coming up to you and they're saying thanks like and you're just embarrassed like say go away will you that's like but like when you're training the fellas like you don't get that and listen I was myself as well like we just take things for granted a thing that I said things will come a lot easier but with the girls like you can feel that a bit of appreciation and and but the effort is is a lot like you can see the effort they put in like and they want to improve and like when you're talking to fellas you'll be looking over at some lads and they're yawning and but look at the girls you can see it in their face that like they'll take everything on board and they want to improve and they want to learn and like that's the difference between the girls and the fellas and like that's what I have really enjoyed is just that to just see the effort that they, that they put in and again it's just they have to work a lot harder for the skills of the game and the physical side of things like that So to sum it up Tommy girls are more mannerly and harder working than, than men is Oh yeah oh yeah listen again no, you're putting words in my mouth but no listen again it, it's huge the effort they put in like you know what I mean and at, time, at times like the biggest problem with the girls is uh, that bit of belief like Phillies are more cocky and they like you know what I mean like but the girls just that's what they're lacking is the belief like, because the effort that's put in is just huge like yeah and that that is a big thing you can really see that kind of um, in the squad at the minute like you, you work really hard and you don't get to you won a league title last year and you're trying to build on that now and try and push on and win the Ashburn this year and it's for a lot of girls I suppose it's their last year for you especially Shauna so like what would it mean to actually get over the line and, and win that Ashburn Cup and, and add to the eight that we already have yeah it would be brilliant like I suppose last year we got to the semi-final against UCC and we were beaten by a point so that really hit hard like we were very disappointed after that so this year like we said we train hard for the one year that's left for most of us and uh try and kick on now and get to the final and say you are this is your third year isn't it involved in yeah. the squad yeah and you've been a scholarship student in WIT as well and like how how are all these things helping you in college and outside so you're on the tip senior camogie panel as well like how how is all this mushing together and making you the person you are now well, I suppose I came down to WIT and I applied for a scholarship just chance my arm I didn't really think like Maybe I might get it, I might get it. And I suppose I got it and it's really helped. Like we've access to the gym, like it's unbelievable. Like I'm going to miss it so much when I'm finished. And uh, I suppose the scholarship officer, Jack, like he's brilliant. You can always approach him like with anything if you have any problems. Like it's really helped us. Like we can go out to the gym whenever we like. Like and we just, it makes you feel very part of the college. Like and you make friends in the same group that are on scholarships as well. And everyone gets on so well, like so very good yeah and and like Tommy Shauna you've been involved in lots of different teams even different codes if I'm correct in saying um, I'm going to kind of pitch a similar question to you what's different about college sport uh, it's totally different to like playing with your club or your county I suppose like with your county everything is so serious like and everyone's trying to make the team whereas you come to college and you just have the crack like and you make friends that you'll have for life like it's brilliant I suppose I'm living with a load of Camogie players now. Like we're we all just got so friendly. We decided we'll all live together. Like and sure, all we do is talk about hurling. We're nearly sick of each other at this stage. We're sick of talking about hurling. Like so, yeah, no, it's brilliant. College Camogie is brilliant. Any college sport is just it's good crack. Like and you make friends. So it's very good. 
And then just before we go in maybe to the, the, the detail of how the Ashburn Cup works. So for you, and obviously as captain of the team, OK, and you've got very close maybe last year. What do you think you need now? What's what's that little little X factor, little extra that you need or that you need to all bring to the table to get you over the line um, next weekend? Well, I think like we have the players, like we've like brilliant players from Kilkenny, Tip, Offaly, like everywhere like but I think confidence is a big thing like we were lacking in the last few games like last year we were so close but we just died at that last few minutes but um, I think yeah this year we're more confident like and I think we're, we've bonded a lot better as well like in the last three years it's, I suppose since Tommy has come in like he's brought us together a group as a group like and I think we're a lot closer now and we're more confident in each other like so it's just I'd say about believing more than anything like that we can do it like so. And depending on that unit I hear that word unit unity together bringing that to the table as in on a, on a weekend competition and in, in colleges I think that's a massive thing isn't it in relation to the unit all pointing in the one direction there's no doubt there's loads of ability there but it's it's getting the unit to all pointing the one way on the same day Yes yeah, it's, it's definitely a big thing like you can have really good individual players but like unless you're bonded well as a team like you probably aren't going anywhere like so I think we really all click very well like so hopefully now this year we'll be able to pull it off bringing it on the day yeah brilliant good um, Tommy I'm just going to uh, ask you just on the Ashburn Cup competition itself so um, basically it's it's run on a two group format and the top two are it used to be three used crossover or into a quarter final, yeah. wasn't it? And yeah. now you, you were just kind of saying beforehand that there's some slight changes this year and it's a little bit more difficult to get a bit of momentum. You might just run through a little bit on that and, and just give people an idea of what the competition is about. Yeah, no, um, the last two years, like there was four teams in the group, so you had eight in the Ashburn and then um, UCD dropped down and s- someone else dropped down. So it came back to six then and this year and like la- last two, two years, yeah, like the top... Um, top team in each group went directly through to a semi-final and then second and third crossed over to play in the quarter-final and then the winners of that then go to the semi-finals but this year is different um, there was only six teams and Mary I then were in our group and they pulled out after Christmas because they couldn't feel team because there was a lot of girls in the Gaeltoc and all that kind of stuff so Anyway, put a long story short, we played UCC the first week in December and they bet us below in the Mardike and we haven't played a match, a competitive match since then. Like So you're really, you're, you're training since December for next weekend Like and it's very, it's hard and I don't know, like, listen, it's not, I'm giving out about it, but like, again, it's just the way it has after falling this year like the last two years it was way better because like you had more games and you had three group games and then you had a quarter final if you didn't top the group so like again like the girls want to be playing games like if we look back on it like we've played two challenge games probably since or, or if not three and we've probably trained 14 or 15 times since December so like in match to training ratio like it's just I don't know it's just, it's very hard and it's very hard on the girls as well like and those girls on placement so so they want to be playing matches like but but listen again it is what it is and like we have a semi-final next weekend so we're just going to have to get on with it like so Yeah and a, a big thing with college sports seems to be gaining a, a bit of momentum and obviously with that staggering in it, it, it it's a little bit harder a little bit longer gaps so 
like you said, you're getting challenge games and stuff just to fill them gaps and try and bring up the number of games. Do you find that quite difficult, like just to keep them focused on the job in hand? Yeah, it is. Like again, like the girls want to be playing matches, and again, if you're travelling on a bus going away together, like that's what again college is about getting away and all the girls together on the bus and they're having the crack on the bus like but like at the moment like all we're doing is for training it just at times it can get a bit like it's just the same thing again or we're going training again on Monday and Wednesday whatever nights we train like but like you'd like to be going, going away in a bus and have a game to look forward to like but like we kind of as I said since the first week in December like we have no game and like it's a long time till the 15th of February from the first week in December like so. Yeah, there must be a great appetite within the squad, Shauna, though with, with that gap in mind, there must be a great hunger obviously to get out and to play and to actually get a game under your belts. Yeah, I suppose like we hadn't played a game and then we'd heard the Mary Eye game was off so we were a bit disappointed but Tommy organised a few challenge games I suppose and we were absolutely buzzing to be playing them, like, you know, and I suppose the games went well, so everything's coming together now and we're just, we've, we're really hungry to get out and try and give you all a good shot, so. Great. A different way of looking at it, as in there's a, there's a hunger there maybe from not having games, but obviously you would like to have that momentum coming into it. Yeah, I suppose, like, if you have too many games, then you might be tired, like, you know, so we're really looking forward to the game because we haven't really played a competitive game since before December or December as Sammy said so yeah we're looking forward to be it firing now. on all cylinders yeah <laughs> <laughs> just on I know both of you are involved in, in county setup. so Tommy you're obviously involved with Kilkenny and Sean you're involved with Tipperary and I suppose it's something it's quite topical at the minute in relation to relationships between colleges and, and, and county camogie and the demand on players and the, the pressure on coaches and, and different things along those lines. Um, Tommy, how would you, I suppose from a, a management side, how would you see that being managed within the camogie element? So obviously there's there's um, college fixtures, but there's also inter-county commitments. How would you see that evolving or playing out from, from your experiences? I know so far, like with um, Brian Downhill Kenny, like like he hasn't come looking for just four girls on the WT panel in Middle Kenny, like so there hasn't been much pressure on him. Like again, the watch for girls as well, like so I know in fairness and the tip and but Wexford, like they've been like again the girls have got their space, like and in fairness, a lot of managers like. Um, during during the week, if the girls are in Washford and uh, th- like they're not expected to travel back to Tip or or Kilkenny or whatever or Clare, like like Kira Dial as well, like from Clare, like like they don't have to like their training. Like the county managers are happy enough that they're getting good sessions in during the week down in Washford. So like no, in fairness, so it hasn't been too too bad. Like the girls haven't been but overstretched in that sense like no Great. so they're getting that opportunity to play and to train with colleges and experience that as well which maybe is maybe on the men's side of it has maybe been challenged a little bit more whereas it's still been facilitated and I suppose your experience are that it's been positive yeah I know it's good in fairness going back to the men's side like it's probably different because the Fitzgibbon is just compacted into a couple of weeks and they're playing on a Wednesday and then they're supposed to hurl on Sunday with the inter-county but that hasn't happened with the Camogie because as I said it goes back to we haven't had the game so yes. so like so there hasn't been an issue there Yes and Shauna for you as a player um, Yeah no I suppose our manager Bill has been very understanding I suppose he's big into the Ashburn Cup like he's always says like prioritise that but I suppose 
Uh, we've started going back now on Wednesdays for training, like so. From when the Ashburn's over, now we'll be going back every Wednesday. But like since before that, like he hasn't really asked us to come back. He knows that we're training hard down here. Like so, great. Yeah, it's it's really positive. What I, what I kind of hear from the two of you is that relationships are good and that the player is at the centre of those relationships, which is really really positive to hear. And it's great to hear that the college competitions are getting their opportunity to as well getting their time in the it to shine as well but also that the the players are not being pulled and dragged. So it's, it, it's very positive to hear. Mm, definitely. And you have to commend the players as well because there is a big commitment there with counties, clubs, <laughs> colleges, and then you have academic side as well. So how do you find balancing all that, Shauna? Because it, it is a lot, like it is a lot on your plate all at once. Yeah, I suppose like the match there in December, like I suppose you're coming up to exams, like they're very close, but... Uh, yeah, it is. It is hard, but I suppose once you've your time set, like you've training, training never really changes. It's Tommy has it well organized. Um, you know, we have our set time for training, so if you have to get your work done, you have to be in the library beforehand or after. So often we leave the library, go out to train, and get a quick shower, and go back into the library. Like so, it's tough going, but sure. You'd be bored without the sport then as well at the same time. So it's exactly it's 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 about striking that balance and that's a big life learning thing as well, isn't it? Like being able to to do that and have people that are, are willing to help you along the way and do that. Like because time management can be a massive thing when you're, you know, when you're younger and the temptation is there to go out all the time and you're in college, but it's really it's it's commendable isn't it like it's just there Tom massive. yeah again as like team sports like that's one thing no matter what it is like like you're like it's very good like um, again you're disciplined and like it helps you later in life as well and in other aspects of your life like again like, again as Sean has said like you have to look after yourself and you have to arrange around if you want to play sports you have to train so but then you have to to your study and the stuff like that but again it's uh, and again and then you have to make a decision on am I going to go out tonight or not but like again and if you're serious about your sport like you won't do that so like without you realising it like you're young and you're learning like that life like you have to be disciplined as well and like and to achieve that in life be it sport or, or work relations like l- like it, there has to be sacrifices and and it's great, like the girls are prepared to do that, and that's the beauty of team sports, like yeah. that you're put in that, that position. And if you don't do it, well, then you'll see that you're dropped, and you'll be asking yourself, "Why am I being dropped?" Well, I'm not like doing what I should be doing. I'm not looking after myself. So, so you learn lessons there as you go on, like you know what I mean. So, in life in general, like that's good for the team sports side of things, like yeah, definitely, yeah. Sean, I see an interesting uh, fact here. Uh, you were involved on the management side of the Freshers. Was that this year? Uh, it was last year. Last year, okay. So obviously then in that regard, you're seeing it from from both sides. So sometimes as players, I suppose, um, we can often be focused on the playing side of it and maybe not understand maybe some of the decisions or on the management side or the coaching side. You might talk to us a little bit about your experiences of that and maybe some of the learnings you got from that. And Has it helped you as a player maybe to understand or to see things a little bit differently? Yeah, I suppose um, I was going into second year and Katie said that they needed help with the fresher blitz and sure I was only delighted to go up like to see what new players we had coming in like or who would be good enough to play on the Ashburn. So myself and a few of the girls, we headed up with them to Dublin, I think. And uh, we ended up actually winning it that day. 
uh, we split, we made two teams. One of the teams won it, like, so we had picked out then, we wrote down a list, like, who's who's going to make the cut. And uh, we let Tommy know, so we were delighted just to even get to know the girls, like, and try and approach them to come and play in the Ashburn, like, so, yeah, it was really enjoyable, yeah. Yeah. 100% record yeah a, a, and a big just just something that just struck me there and it's a big thing probably with, with colleges where it's a little bit different and maybe it's not either maybe you can have it in club and, and, and what not as well but that connectivity to the first years coming in how important that is in relation to I suppose building like a lot of those girls that maybe would have played on that team are now your teammates and building that rapport for you with them may have enticed them to come in and play and started, I suppose, as a senior player, your relationship with them, as in you might talk to us a little bit about the importance of that or where, how you maybe might see that's important in a college setting. Yeah, uh, I suppose like Aoife Dyle and a few of the girls, they were in first year when I was going up to that blitz and, you know, I'd heard so much great things about them. Like, you know, the Aoife plays with Kilkenny and you've the likes of Caroline Kennedy and that. And uh, I suppose I wanted, I was really eager, like, to, I really want to win in Ashburn, like, so I want to get to know the girls and get them in. And I suppose we all bonded really well, like, you know, we'd be very friendly now, like, and it's really important, I think, for college anyway, to have a good bond. Like, I think that's the main thing, like, and all colleges will say it, like, every girl that goes to UL, UCC or wherever, like, they'll say the bond in college like it's just like no other like you can't compare it it's different and the, and the window is short so you have to kind of I suppose get it uh, get things rolling earlier um, it's great in the sense of I think it's a great message for maybe senior players or players involved across any code as in the benefit of getting involved with a freshers team or, or getting engaged with them early on so it's it's a really good story in that regard and, and Tommy um She's obviously sent a few players. She obviously did okay. She obviously did okay in the role anyway. She had a list of players across from you. So she's 100% record. So I don't know if you have any comment know, on that. No. <laughs> no Sana's good now. Her heart is in the right place. So that, that that's the main thing, yeah? Yeah. No, no that's brilliant. <coughs> and, and Tommy, I suppose like you're doing a lot with the college, obviously, and you're with Kenny Camogie, but you've had great success with your club as well in, in Ballyhale. And I think it's a credit to the work you're doing up there to win back-to-back all Ireland titles, that's that's a massive feat. So it is. And what what was that like for you as coach of the Ballyhale team, men's senior hurling team? Ah, listen again, like it's your own club, so like, but but it has to be special. And then I suppose when your own son is playing as well, so it may well it kind of works both ways. It it makes it more enjoyable when one of your own is playing and going well. Like so, mm. I know again, but then like it's hard too, like. Like my own son is there, and I do want to like I've been with him since he's underage, and it kind of comes to a stage where, like, you want to leave him off on his own too. Like, you'd want to have your daddy standing in the corner watching you the whole time, neither. Like, so, so no, listen, it's great. Like, um, again, for a small club, like what they've achieved, like over the years, like again, we're the most successful club in the country in both courts, hurling and football. Like, for, and if someone walked into the parish and went down to the hurling field, like you'd be saying, like what's here with nothing like yeah. we've two playing pitches and two sets of dressing rooms and like something that I've been on like I, I was manager before in Ballyhale in 2012 and um, I was on to him like there's not a picture on, on a wall down there like if you walked in as a person from outside he's saying like what have these club ever won like you know what I mean there's, like that. that's something I just can't and I, I've been on to him about more times like show a bit of pride in 
where you've come and what you've achieved like but like again it's that's just belly hail for you like it's just comes like we're just so used to winning and they just take it for granted because other clubs like would love to have achieved half of what we have achieved and but again but no it's a great great club and again like the thing is that small village there's only one thing that the young lads can do in belly hail and that's go down to the hurling field and like from from the age of seven eight years of age they're they're down there and they're looking at Henry Shefflin and TJ Reid and Colin Finley and, and Michael Finley and they're passing in by him and Joey Holden like and, and all the young, young young lads like they don't be looking for autographs but they just see the boys as TJ Reid whatever but that's great like and yeah. they're watching the way he they be practicing freeze and TJ be hitting freeze and the, the young lads be there seven or eight years of age just watching this like you know what I mean and and then they're going home and that's what they want and then as the years go on then like they see the way the players look after themselves and enjoy holding these lads and and that's what they want to achieve and then they go train with them at 15, 16 years of age and then they realise like this lad is not that special like because like, you're marking TJ Reid at 16 years, 17 years of age you're hopping off of Colin Finley and and that, that's what like people be saying like what what is it in Ballyhale? There's no magic. That's it. Like that, the city clubs can't do that because they've such large numbers in the Ballyhale, the small village clubs. Like they don't have the numbers, so we have to go looking for fifteen or sixteen year olds to, to play a match among ourselves. And these young lads are again coming up against T.J. Reid, playing a match against them and Joey Holden, and then they realise that like they're not special. Like so, so like where they have got themselves like maybe someday I can get there and and that's the beauty of it like for, for a small country club like yeah. there's, there's just uh, just on that's really interesting because I was about to ask you the question what's the magic formula mm. but just from what you've said there there's kind of three key things that are like unity as in role models and then experience early they seem to be the three kind of key drivers why well, from listening to you, that I would say why maybe Ballyhale is as successful as it is, and probably consistency around that. It's it's constant. That that's would that be a fair comment, or oh, would that be? Yeah, no, it's true. No, again, like going back to my own son Evan, like his group, I was with them under twelve, and you can see Adrian Mullen was there, Owen Cody was there, Owen Keneally, there's a few of them there. You can see that there was something in the group. Darren Mullen was a year older than him. Dylan Elward, a few men. You can see that they were coming and there's another group now, another son of mine, Rian, he's only 11 years of age and there's a Corbin there, there's a Mullen there, there's a Coogan and a Ryan, like all families from Ballyhale and and like they're hurling Ryan C at the moment but I can guarantee you in six or seven years time they're going to be playing in A and Kenny at minor and 21 because again, that's their life. My own young fellow home, he's played a match at the school on a Tuesday he has the hurling gear in the bag on a Monday night brings the hurling gear and the hurling helmet and and hurl upstairs into his bedroom and then back down the next morning again and that's what it's all about like and again he sees what's going on around him and they want to achieve that because that's their life like hurling is everything to them like you know what I mean they see nothing else and there's no but cinemas to be going to or like there's not too many soccer clubs in the area either so like that's that that, that that's it like and then they're down the field then and that they're watching these lads come and go on and everything revolves around the Harlem yeah. field yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah it's their life like it's their yeah. life it's, it's, yeah that's exactly it Tom it's a real it's a real culture and it's a continuous culture mm. I think that's the yeah that's again it's just you know, passing, passing the baton on from one generation to the other and the, the generation that are coming through like they see again what they say is success breeds success and, and it's great like yeah 
So. Great for ye, not for everyone not else. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> just on, I suppose, just to uh, pull it back to the, the camogie, what does it mean to the both of ye to have the Ashburn in Waterford this year? Sean, I uh, Well, I suppose it's definitely a plus for us because we get to sleep in our own beds. That would be our main <laughs> kind of thing. We'd be, we're used to our own beds, so I suppose we're used to playing on the pitch as well. Like, you know, it's our home ground. Like, um, I suppose people might say, oh, there's pressure on you now to win because you're in your home ground, but we don't really buy into that. Like, I suppose we're just focused on the game and it doesn't really matter where we play, like, but... It's brilliant to have it on down here because I'm sure everyone from the college will be out to support it. Like, I know some of the Fitz lads are helping out there uh, on the day, I think, at the game. So it's great to see that. Like, the college are getting everyone involved like and getting support behind women in sport. So it's good. It'll be deadly, yeah. And it's a real um, community kind of a feel. Like, all your friends are coming out to watch you and... It's in a different setting as well, so it's well, it's in the arena, but yeah. it's it's on a college setting. It's not your club or your county where you know nearly everybody coming out. So yeah, I think no. it's cool. It is yeah, cool. we've like I've been here the last three years, and it just it feels like home nearly, like going out to the arena. Like everyone is so friendly, you know everyone out there. Like so, it's a really good atmosphere down here. So it's good. What about you, Tommy? Yeah, and like looking at Washford Camogie in general, like as well, like they went well last year. So Camogie is on the open Washford. So again, for the again going back to the younger generation to bring this, bring Ashburn to Washford for the younger girls again and come and see in WIT and to see that Camogie is there and they're one of the top teams in the Camogie. So again, they'll probably hope like for the college as well it might bring girls to WT next year or the year after that are in fourth or fifth year in school and to see that there is a high level of camogie in 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 Washford for them rather than having to go to Dublin or whatever if they want to play at a high level so it's for the county as well like for the county Washford because like, what we will be a big crowd around because it's a big attraction and again with UPMC backing it as well like and like again they're they're putting huge effort in as well for Watford Camogie. So, no, it's great for the college and I suppose it's, it's great for Kate as well. It keeps down her expenses as well. So <laughs> She'll be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you touched on one thing just with regard to the schools and, and locally maybe and regionally. Do you see sport as a tool for recruiting students? Oh, it is great. Like, again, as Sean has said, like, again, the friends you make and they say, like, um, the, the friends you, you make but in secondary school are kind of your friends for life but the friends you make in third level are always going to be your bridesmaids or whatever like but that, that's what you say like so, no listen it's great like for like t- the question is about team sport and yeah and I suppose it's about as in the sport within the college being a tool to entice people to come to the college that it's another sell for WIT oh it is oh definitely yeah again like again some girls I want to play at a high level and have ambitions of playing at inter-county level but again if they come to WIT like they're getting that to play at a high level because Ashburn is the next step to inter-county level like because you're playing against girls that are hurling inter-county and as I say the better quality you're playing at playing against you're going to improve yourself like so again that's what the girls have like you have girls out there playing in the county other girls are not but the girls that are not then are getting a great um, help up to play at that level because they're playing against better girls and if you're playing against better girls the whole team of course you're going to improve so again for girls to see that WIT 
is up there with the ULs and the UCCs and the DCU. Like they're the, like four strong, probably even in the Fitzgibbon Cup. Like yes, your ULs, UCCs, DCUs are are the top of the pile. So and we're in the mix. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I no again. Yeah, you're competing against the best, and the more times you compete against the best, like it's going to benefit you as an individual because you're you are going to improve. Like. Yeah. And do um, do you feel that players still see the Ashburn Cup as a stepping stone to Intercounty, Tommy? Because I know a few weeks ago we had the same conversation with the Fitzgibbon Cup management team where they said that the, the wheel has kind of turned a little bit where the Intercounty players are now going back to college playing Fitzgibbon. Like their the age profile has changed, so they're younger now playing Intercounty. So do, do you feel that it's... Um, it's still a stepping stone for Camogie players or are they now coming in as established county players? I know, again, like, they're coming in, they're only 18, 19 years of age, so, like, they have a lot to learn, like, at that age. But, again, the Ashburn is, like, they can see the level they have to get, like, because they are, when they're playing against girls, like, they are probably with in, in the county teams two or three years, like, so they're 20, 21, 22 years of age and then you have a girl coming in that's 18 like there's a big difference between an 18 year old and a 21 like in, in experience so for that 18 year old to come in and to get to know the girls that are hurling with Tip or Wexford or or um, Kilkenny or whatever and get experience for them and just look at the way they 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 approach the whole thing and how they look after themselves. So it is a learning curve for, for girls to come in and see what the Kilkenny girls are doing or what the Tip girls are doing or what the Water girls are doing. So like that, of course, it helps them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a mix, isn't it? I think it's a bit, as in you will have a lot of established. You will have some established intercounty Camogie players coming in, but it's also a stepping stone, as you've outlined there for some that maybe haven't made the full breakthrough yet or maybe in squads, but you will have a certain number of established players probably playing over the weekend. Would that be fair? Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Oh, you will, yeah. Yeah, so I think in, in comparison to the men, it's probably slightly slightly different, I would say, mm. Tom, in the sense that, as in, it's nearly half and half. It, it You have established players, but then you have a, a, a cohort that are trying to establish themselves and what you've gone through there is the process of how they can evolve and develop. So it's excellent. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. it is cool, yeah. Um, just uh, before we finish up, we're just going to have a look at the fixtures for the weekend. So obviously we have... WIT are playing UL in the in the first semi-final and then you have UCC and DCU in the semi-final after so two really big games coming up and uh, you've had some fierce battles with UL over the last couple of years like how how do you feel that you might get on against them I, I know you're up for the game you're you're ready to go but it's going to be a tough battle and they have some very strong forwards as well are you you're ready for that battle uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's not going to be easy anyway. Mm. I'll tell you that. Um, like it's going to be tough. Where, geez, we know half of the players. Like we, we all play on county teams together. Like, or we all have connections there. We're friends after the game, but it'll be a right battle, I'm sure, during the game. Like, and they've brilliant forwards. Yeah, like they've the likes of Beck Carton, and like she's a big player. Not even in college level, at county level, like she's one of the best out there. And I suppose. They have like a strong backline too. They've Karen Kindy. They've really good players. Like, but we have good players too. Like, yeah. so I do think it'll be even enough. Hopefully, we can try and pull through it. Be a tough battle, yeah. And on the other side of the draw, Tommy, of UCC and DCU, do you see anybody coming out on top there? I know UCC are probably fancying themselves in that game. Yeah, we'll probably be saying UCC, but DCU like they have a good collection of girls there as well. Like, um, so like they won't be too bad and like. 
like the team sports in DCU, you see the Fitzgibbon like they're starting to attract like the big counties and a lot of players. So like DCU have a lot of um, inter-county girls up there as well. So like they'll fancy themselves as well. But again, like you see again, the tradition is there. Like and you can't beat the tradition. Like you know what I mean. So like they have all the corkers and like they're all well at the hurl. Like Chloe Sigerson and them like are super hurlers. So like again, you'd be saying UCC and. As for ourselves, like you, you well, like are going for five in a row, like, and that that's a fair achievement in a row. Like you see how hard it is at, at any level to win five in a row. So like, listen, we'll go, we'll be very competitive against them, and again, like all he asks for the girls is, is to walk in off that field and say we gave it all because in fairness, the preparations have been good. Like so, we can't ask for it anymore. And like on the day, like you just ask the girls just go out there and just have no regrets, just give it all. And as I keep saying, like get a performance, and nine times out of ten, if you put in a performance, that takes care of the result. Like so, Tommy, I'm nearly ready to talk out myself here. <laughs> <laughs> No, lads, that was um, that was super. Tommy and Sean and Manny, thanks for coming in today, and um, it was great catching up with you both. And uh, we wish you the very best of luck against UL next weekend. And we would encourage anybody around WIT or around the area to get out and support the lads. Um, that game is on uh, Saturday, the fifteenth of February at twelve forty-five in WIT Arena. So get out and get involved. And um, that's a wrap for episode twenty. I've been Tom. I've been Lizzie. And this podcast is brought to you by WIT Novus. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks, Lizzie. Super. Happy enough.